Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. It is Taz the Moose with you here on this Wednesday morning on CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage is uh, who found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house your home. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Mike Pete across the way, Andrew, your updates. We go till 9 a.m. Eastern time this morning. An interesting storyline coming out of Pittsburgh. Uh, surrounding everything in the Miles Garrett fight uh, last Thursday night. Um, and, um, you know, after the game, Mike Tomlin, the Steelers head coach, would not comment on it when he was asked two or three occasions on two or three occasions of it. I uh, was basically asked to, uh, you know, move on to another line of questioning. Here is Tomlin talking about last Thursday night's incident surrounding uh, Miles Garrett. Post game, I didn't have a lot to say about the unfortunate incident that transpired at the end of the game and really. Thoughtfully so. Um, you know, it was ugly. It was ugly for the game of football. I think all of us that are involved in the game, particularly at this level, um, want to safeguard and protect the game, its integrity. Um, and in that instance, it was compromised, obviously, uh, with an unfortunate incident. And so none of us want those things to transpire. It did. Uh, we were a part of it. Uh, we accept responsibility for our actions within it. Um, you know, I won't have a lot to say in great detail regarding it. We have some people going through appeals and so forth, and I don't want to jeopardize that in any way. Um, but another reason why I didn't want to talk in great detail about what transpired at the end of the game is because it had little to no bearing on determining the outcome of the game. Uh, our execution, or lack thereof, did. And um, like I told our team yesterday, um, it's easy to seek comfort in that sidebar distraction and not talk about what really needs to talk be talked about from our perspective is that we played a losing football game. I think that last part was on point by Tomlin. I mean, I think he's right about that. That distracted a lot of things that they didn't play well. He's right about that. The other stuff's interesting. You know, it is interesting that he would say that they play, basically played no part, the Steelers played no part in what happened with, with the helmet and the fight. Uh, that's not true. I mean, just watch the tape, Coach. I mean, just, yeah. You know. Well, that and that's the intriguing aspect when you look at Tomlin. Um, 
You know, the, he said, uh, you know, accept his responsibility, but didn't. Um, saying, you know, it was ugly. It was ugly for the game of football. I think all of us that are involved in the game, particularly at this level, want to safeguard, protect the game, its integrity. And in that instance, it was a compromised, obviously, with an unfortunate, uh, with an unfortunate incident. Um, listen, he, he, you know, there's there's no doubt. I mean, you just have to, you know, he could look at it and, you know, he doesn't want to speak out in, in too strongly because he's got certainly his starting center is appealing the three-game suspension and the like. He's got to go through that entire process. But uh, to look at that game film and to look at that tape uh, and watch that incident transpire, I mean, I've, clearly the Steelers played a role. They didn't play the pivotal role. They're not the uh, headline coming out of it. Garrett certainly is, but they were not just innocent bystanders doing absolutely nothing. No, Mason, I, I talked about it yesterday. We were sitting here together, and I broke down the play watching it. Mason Rudolph, he, he, you know, he, he got he got hit. He got – Garrett thought he sacked him as he threw the ball to, to, to his left to the running back. Garrett thought he had a sack, so he held on to his clasp, taking, Gar, uh, taking Rudolph down to the dirt, to the turf. And then and then uh, uh, Mason Rudolph didn't want him on him anymore. He tried to push him off him, and he, and, and he got pissed. And I don't blame Rudolph. He got a little ticked off, and he started pushing at the guy's helmet. He started ripping Garrett's helmet off, kind of pushing off his head. And then Garrett snapped. They both got into a, a tussle. They both stood up. And, uh, you know, I mean, and then Garrett went over the top and did something really bad with hitting the guy with his helmet. But it started with, with you know, uh, with, with Mason Rudolph getting pissed off. I mean, that's how that thing started. It was pretty obvious. It, it's right on tape. It's I, that's why I'm a little confused why why uh, why he would even Tomlin would even allude to that they had no heat and they had no problem not no problem that they had no um there was no heat on them that they, they didn't start the fight more or something. Yeah, no, right? I, no, you know, I, I get it. That I mean? He didn't yeah. play a pivotal role. Right, um, right. Yeah, I, I guess it's because you know uh, he's defending his player. I mean, obviously, well, I and, and that, he's also yeah. looking at a scenario that you know did was Rudolph's actions. You know, was the reaction warranted? And the answer to that is no. So. I mean, I guess Tomlin's looking at it from that perspective. You know, sometimes you have to listen to what a coach has to say, and it goes in one ear without the other because, you know, he's got, you know, different intentions and ulterior motives. I think you make that argument with what Tomlin had to say yesterday. Listen, <clears throat> Rudolph's not going to get suspended. If he was, it would have happened. It would have went down already. Uh, so that's not going to transpire. That's not going to happen. Pouncey came in to defend his quarterback now. Oh, the Castro at the time is laying on top of Miles Garrett. Garrett's not doing anything, and you know, you see, um, you know, you see Marcus Pouncey basically, you know, kicking and stomping him. I mean, it, it was kind of rough to watch, but you get why he's doing that because he's defending his quarterback, and that's why I think that suspension he'll get suspended, but it'll be reduced from that three games and probably go down to one. Let's go down to Arlington and Dallas. Here's Jerry Jones. First and foremost, let's get his thoughts. The Cowboys owner, always loquacious about the cap situation that went down over the weekend down in Atlanta. We, of course, uh, uh, aren't in the quarterback business. Uh, we're in the business of any time, anywhere, uh, looking for talent, uh, so whether we need it now or whether we need it in the future. So uh, uh, the way these things work, you have that evaluation for you, uh, whether you're there or not. Uh, you have that evaluation. And um, I think that uh, it's unfortunate uh, that uh, you can't just zero in on the business at hand, and that is uh, uh, evaluating a player that uh, might or might not help you win a football game or move the change within a football game. But uh, uh, that situation, 
from the get-go probably had uh, a lot more that wasn't about football involved in it, and consequently we got the results of that dynamic. Yeah, which was an absolute circus. I mean, and uh, from the the motives for the National Football League, maybe that had something to do with the settlement they reached with Kaepernick uh, in terms of him not being getting a job back into the National Football League and the collusion angle, um, whether it be the uh, them doing it middle part of the year, you know, you know, right around week eleven, right before week eleven Sunday in the NFL, not exactly a time that you know you're looking to sign players, especially quarterbacks. I understand talent does reign supreme. The waiver which was a different waiver. Uh, now, the, you know, the, the NFL there at that stage is asking Kaepernick to sign the waiver, not just from a lawsuit in case he physically gets hurt, but also future lawsuits, too, in case Kaepernick doesn't get signed because we know what transpired in the past, not too recent past, where Kaepernick got well paid by the NFL. Uh, and then with everything, moving it to a school in which um, obviously was that, that school was predetermined, as you pointed out, Taz, uh, you know, earlier in the week. Um, and so it turned into an absolute circus yeah, and, did, and, and complete yeah. utter nonsense all the way around. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it looked like maybe there was something good going to happen with the league and with the situation with Kaepernick. I mean, I understand they didn't give this person, Kaepernick, a, a lot of time to prepare, what have you, and it all kind of came out of nowhere. Let's do it Saturday, blah, 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 blah. But he then and his team, they did stuff to get to have an alternative plan. They definitely – this whole thing was not – it's just – I don't know. I, I I kind of agree with what 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 uh, Jones is saying. Uh, with Jerry, it's not. It wasn't about football. I mean, and, and like you said, circus. And that's yeah. It was a circus. I mean, he had a, he had to have permits for. Like I said the other day, he had to have permits for that that high school field. His team. You can't just go on a high school team and do a high school field or a college field and do a workout. Um, you can't. It's not a public park. It's 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 property of the school, and you can't do that. And also, then I heard. I can't remember who it was. Somebody else uh, on TV was talking about. At that, um, when they went to the high school, to that facility, there were a bunch of people there, like, in support of Colin Kaepernick, waiting at that place, at that high school field, with, like, T-shirts that were about now, like, new T-shirts they printed. I don't know what it said on the T-shirt. But, that, so it was all, like, it was all set up. The whole thing was like a setup. It's a, it was a it was a charade. The whole thing. It's yeah, I, you know, I I don't uh, I I don't I don't disagree with you, and I don't think it's it's a missed opportunity for him. I don't know the obviously the intentions of the National Football League. I mean, it just turned into a complete and utter cluster. You know what? Yeah. And, and there's no other way to put it. As far as Jones goes, and he's got his quarterback and Dak Prescott, and this is on 105.3 The Fan down in Dallas as well. Here is Jerry Jones talking about the contract situation with his star quarterback. We've got to have enough left to pay Zeke. We've got to have enough left to pay that offensive line. We've got to have enough left to pay some of those key defensive players. And that's always been what it's been about is how to allocate the dollars. Mm. That's well, a tough part, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I agree with him, man. That's you know, you have millions, you gotta you gotta figure it out. And and he hit all the key points for the Cowboys. Well, the allocation certainly of the salary cap, uh, and and that's the the area. You can't pay everybody. Uh, you can you know, even quality players, some are gonna be missed and, and some guys aren't gonna get paid what they're looking for and some might go on their very way. With Prescott here, you know, it was also a question of terms of, you know, the quality of the player he is, how you know, the, there was the reports in the offseason he was looking for forty million dollars a year, then that was quickly shot down. Uh, they have not been able to reach a, a long-term deal. I like Prescott as a player. Do I think Dak Prescott's a top-six quarterback in the league? I don't. Do I think you're going to have to pay him like a top-five quarterback in the league? I think you will. And 
And and that's just a matter of the timing of it when his contract does come up here, Taz. Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I'm with you on Prescott. I like him as a player, too. I mean, some feel he should be in the MVP race, to be honest with you. They, they, you know, his, his, his stats have, have a, a lot behind his stats. I, I don't. I mean, I, I – but, you know, I mean, people live and die by numbers at times. I mean, I, I understand the numbers do tell a story. It's tough to lie with numbers, but some folks feel like that about him. And, and he's, he's having a good year. We have to agree on that. Um, and it's a perfect time for him to have a good year because he's trying to get paid, and he's doing it the old-fashioned way. He's not making a big stink about nothing. He just went – he went to all the camps, the preseason, did all his stuff, took, takes care of business. He's a nose-to-the-grindstone type player, mm. Dak Prescott. I mean, I don't know the man, but he's never a problem in regards to, like, off-field stuff or whatever. And and you never hear him griping or crying about anything. He just He's out there grinding and working and playing, and, and he's having a good year. And it, it, and yeah, so, he is. You know. he's, having, he's, having a, he's having a very good year. I, I still – I don't look at him as being a guy that uh, – um, I just don't look at him as the top five quarterback in the league. Um, now, he's coming off a very good game against the Lions. I think a lot of people could throw on that line. Secondary, uh, obviously the offensive line, we've seen him struggle at times without Elliott on the field too. Um, there have been the, that statistical breakdown and that analytics when you, when you look at his game at the quarterback spot. He's going to get paid. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's going anywhere. It's just a matter of time here about it, getting a deal done with Jones, with Stephen Jones and – and the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, at some point, they're going to reach an accord on a long-term deal. I don't think Dak Prescott's playing quarterback anywhere else but Dallas. Do you? No. Yeah. No, I don't. Um, let me ask you, because you, you said twice where you wouldn't put him in the top five. I'm just, I would not. Okay, so who, just to put you on the spot for a second, I mean, if, if you had to pick your top five, if he's not in your top five today, today, who would you say is in your top five? Uh, I'm just curious. Yeah, I would put... Um, in no just, particular order, just whatever. Yeah, I mean, Wilson, Lamar Jackson, the two MVP candidates, Tom right. Brady, Aaron right. Rodgers. Right. Um, would you put Breeze in there? Breeze. Breeze, yeah. I would still put in there. When healthy, I'd put Roethlisberger in there. Um, I'd, put, uh, I'd rather have Matt Ryan than Dak Prescott. Mm. Uh, go down the list here. I'm saying, like, right now, though. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at him... Patrick if you look, Mahomes. But... but so okay, Pat Mahomes for sure, but I believe in passing. He's in the he's up there. He's like in the top, like Dak Prescott right now. His stats, he's got to be in the top three for sure. Top two, top. He's got to be up there. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't look at. Uh, I'm. I'm talking about pressurized throws, big time spots, big games. I, I've just seen him fail um, too many times. I, I would. I don't look at him that way. If you do, that's. If you think no, he's I'm a not top saying. I'm just. I'm I don't. Not, listen. I, I'm just, I would take. I would probably take seven, eight, nine quarterbacks ahead of him. I, I'm just. I'm not as quick to dismiss him out of the five that you are. That's all. I'm. I'm kind of on the same page you're on. I. I don't think he's a massively clutch star quarterback to, to some of the names you mentioned. No, I agree with you. But I, I think he's closer to that top five than you're saying seven or eight. I, I don't know. I, I'd put him up there. It's, it, it's hard to argue his numbers, you know. And so, but I, I, I'm with you on the pressure thing because I agree. Pressure is the key and winning in those key spots. Well, I, I think he's also in a, a prime spot where he's got a great offensive line. And he's had a dominant run game. Right. I've seen a lot of quarterbacks also thrive when they have those two things as well. Um, I think you learn about a quarterback when you don't have it. And statistically speaking, no, historically with Prescott, now he can evolve and get better as a signal caller, but historically speaking, he has not been as good or as productive or as efficient without Elliott on the field. I, I think he's a good player. I, you know, I, and I think he's a, you know, I think he's a franchise caliber quarterback. Uh, but I also think there's different tiers when you look at those quarterbacks. And uh, I ran through a handful of guys, and 
know, maybe, you know, I yeah, you know, I, I think he's having a very good season. I, I personally would not put him in the MVP race. Uh I don't think the Cowboys have had that good of a year. Um, well, they had number one in the MV- M- NFC East, which is not a great, co- you know, they got the Eagles and yeah, the Giants, I mean, the, 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 the Redskins. Terrible. Yeah, it's not a good division. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I look at it and uh, I think there are three or four guys that I think, I think uh, Dalvin Cook with the Minnesota Vikings des- deserves more MVP love as compared to what right. Prescott's done down well, in Dallas. He's a hell of a running back. That yeah, he's, he's, been, really he's been amazing for the he's Minnesota tremendous. Vikings. We've yeah. talked about Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson. We had that kind of yeah. debate. Listen, he's going to get paid, and he's going to get paid a lot. And he, he's going to get paid an unbelievable amount of money. And, and you know, I think every other quarterback in the National Football League is at looking for him to break the bank because if he breaks the bank, then the next guy will beat his number. And that's really the way it goes for, for NFL contracts. I'm curious. what If you had a pick... Between two guys to be the quarterback of your team, you're a big Redskins fan. Would you rather have Jimmy G or Dak? Uh it's I'm just probably that's just, Dak. It's just too interesting. Yeah, Dak. Yeah, probably Dak. I think I think I agree. Yeah, probably Dak. Yeah, right. Uh, interesting question. Yeah, right. I mean Garoppolo's shown you. You know, he's been the problem with Garoppolo is he doesn't stay healthy. Yeah. You know, he's been healthy this year, but historically speaking, he hasn't really played all that much. He's been around the league a lot. He hasn't really played all that much. Back up in New England, and then when he got the start, when Brady was suspended, he got hurt. Handsome son of a gun. No, he is. Good-looking guy. Come back. MVP Twitter poll results from yesterday will reveal those as Taz and the Moose roll on here on this Wednesday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, Moose, we're talking a lot about Dak Prescott and uh, and everything he's going to get paid this year. And, you know, you you felt like he's not a top-five quarterback. I felt like he's closer to a top-five, you know, with his stats and all and, you know, and everything. And I felt like he was a little higher up on the chain than you felt. Uh, let's go uh, to Baltimore. Talk to Mike. Listen on 1300 AM. Mike, you're on with Taz and Moose. How you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm a big fan of this show. Moose, you got me going this morning. All right. I, I have a lot of respect for your sports knowledge. You said you'd rather have Matt Ryan at this stage of your career. It, of, it, you'd rather have Matt Ryan than Dak. I would. Okay. Now, to use the criterion that you were talking about, performing under pressure, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, when we go back to the Super Bowl, I mean, we don't have to relive that. But let's go to the the year after the Super Bowl, which I think was much more interesting. They were ten and six, the Falcons. Well documented the entire year that they had problems in the red zone the whole year. Now, some of that goes on the quarterback. Not all of it, but some of it does, and a lot of it does. The last two years, the Falcons have been a disaster. You'd really rather have Matt Ryan at this stage of his career than Dak? I, I, yeah, I, I think if you give Matt Ryan the Cowboys offensive line and Ezekiel Elliott, I think Matt Ryan is an MVP caddy once again. Okay, well, I, okay, and I totally disagree with that. I, I don't you, put, you do. You think, I mean, last year Matt Ryan had 35 touchdowns seven picks. But, He's a former MVP of the league. Okay, but, 
But here's he's had the, he's uh, got, he's taken his team to a Super Bowl, and it, you know everyone deserves blame in that Super Bowl. But really, the the decision making and the play calling by Kyle Shanahan uh, in that Super Bowl and Quinn in that Super Bowl uh, failed the team. Well, how about the next year with their with their well documented problems in the red zone the whole year? I, I don't disagree. You can put that on my Ryan. No, but, but but here's the thing, Moose. Here's the thing, and this is what bothers me. Okay, and it's not just you. It's a lot of football people when it comes to Matt Ryan, okay? Last year, yeah, he had this big statistical season, but what was the impact of it? The team was horrible. I'm not saying that, but I'm, I'm not telling you, but if you think, if, if you look at last year and think that it was all Ryan's fault why that team was bad, and I, you can, listen, I don't think Matt Ryan's the perfect quarterback. Neither do I think Dak Prescott is. And I don't think Matt Ryan's a top-five quarterback. Neither do I think Dak Prescott is. Uh, so, I, I mean, I look at it where if you're asking me if I had my druthers, even teams, uh, you know, if you're asking me a quarterback that I'm more comfortable with, I'd rather take Matt Ryan than Dak Prescott. No, that's that's my opinion. No, you can have a different opinion. That's fine. No, but here's you can the take thing, Dak any day of the week. But here, here's the thing. We're talking about giving somebody a contract, where they are at this stage of their careers, where the game, how the game is played now. Prescott, Prescott's more mobile. He's a lot younger. Well, he's almost 10 years younger. Almost. Right, so what yeah. I'm saying is if I'm a general manager and I have the choice of inking up one of these guys to a big contract, it's, it's not a question of who but, I would rather have. I'd rather have cha- the younger guy. But you're changing the discussion. Not really. How how are you not changing the discussion? Not, I'm not, you are changing the discussion. He's right. I mean, Moose is right. You, you are changing the discussion. You, you, that's not what we're talking about. I'm not looking to sign Matt Ryan to a ten year contract. Right. You're, if if you you're asking me, that. if true. you're asking me, in the discussion Taz and I had is if if you're asking me if I if I have a team that I, I need to win right now, I'd rather have Prescott. That's fine. And you're with Taz, and that yeah, you, I, I agree with that, that. But you did change the discussion. But you, you changed the argument yeah. on me. That, I, I'm not looking to sign Matt Ryan to an eight. I understand he's a lot older. I get that. I, you know, I threw Drew B. Breeze in there. Drew Breeze's days, yeah, I, his days Thanks, as, Mike, as a starting it. quarterback are numbered. Uh, yeah. I'm not looking for Drew Brees 10 years from now or five years from now. I'm looking at the here and now. And you can even point at Drew Brees. He doesn't throw the ball down the field. But I, I've got more of a comfort zone with Drew Brees. It, it's an interesting discussion. And I uh-huh. know a lot of people like to look at Matt Ryan and the pressure angle. That's fair. And you can look at that Super Bowl. That team collapsed. Right. right. Uh, they absolutely collapsed. That that was a, a game you cannot lose when you have a 28-3 lead. And and that does hang on the shoulders of Matt Ryan because he's the quarterback of the team. Hey, you right. That Mike there in Baltimore sounds like a hoot at a party. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike had a distinct Boston accent down in Baltimore. Yeah, he's not from Baltimore. <laughs> he's not. He's yeah. not from Baltimore. It sounded like he was from Shrewsbury. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He sounds like oh, he's a life at a party. Speaking yeah. of life at a party, Worcester. Yes. What's up, Whoa, Andrew? Oh, it's bogus. Worcester. We almost had a what? brawl in Worcester. Yes, say Worcester. I remember that. Yeah, no, it was a bad there. night. No, we we almost had. Bilotti yeah. remembers it. Uh, this was not on TV. You know about the brawl? Uh, refresh my memory. That means no. No, he didn't. <laughs> See that moose? Yeah, no. I, I, at least well, he's I honest. up on that. Yes, thank it you. Was, it wasn't on TV. It was uh, in the parking lot. We were dressed in the parking lot, all the wrestlers in ECW. Dub. We didn't have a locker room. It was it was summertime. So we, we circled all the rental cars around. We dressed, made a mock locker room in the locker room. And these guys were yelling at us, smoking marijuana on their porch. Jerks. Yeah. Wow. And they were yelling at us, making fun of us. Why would you make fun of a bunch of, like, and, you know, guys from the way it was back then, and next thing you know, a handful of the ECW wrestlers bum-rushed this porch 
and were victorious over these four guys in a little bit of a scuffle. Were you guys wrestling in a house? <laughs> we were wrestling. It's funny. That's funny. Night to Columbus? And, and I don't no, blame, you, blame you for thinking that because you're half right. I no, mean, it like, was... Uh, I mean, where there's guys was, on a porch hanging out of the outside was, arena. It, no, but you're half right. You're half right. In Worcester's a very blue-collar town. I don't know yeah, if you've ever been no, there. It's, been, very, yeah, it's, it's very blue-collar, yeah. as you know, right? Yeah, yeah. So we were... We were at like a small, not a, not a Knights of Columbus, but it was something like that. It was like a small, I can't remember the name of the building. We used to work, it looked great on TV. One of those places, it was tight with a balcony. Okay. One of those old buildings, you know. Okay. But small. Gotcha. I just can't remember the name. It was a lot of years ago. And it was in like the neighborhood. It was in, <laughs> so there were homes like right oh, around right it. Right around it. It I wasn't gotcha. like in the middle of the city of yeah, Worcester. Yeah, I was saying. Yeah, so yeah. you're half right. We were, went like, and we're like, you yelling at, you know. We're, I'm, like, I'm sure. Putting hot stuff and baby oil on, you know. Yeah, everybody's, you know, Sabu's doing his hair. You know, I think we're in the parking lot. It's August. It's hot. And these guys are yelling as they're smoking marijuana. <laughs> it didn't end well for those <laughs> guys. Sucks, man. Then there was police involvement. I'm sure. Then we all get out of there. What year so, was this? 90. Pete? <laughs> Pete? No, probably 96, <laughs> 90, yeah, 97, okay. something like that. Somewhere like mid-90s, a little bit later 90s. Yeah, Worcester, could someone please, Worcester, where do we wrestle? Uh, work there all the time. God damn Mike, it. Mike, look it up. No, Pete's got it. Blame him we worked at, but that's not where this happened. Mike's, uh, Pete's just throwing out arenas. No, but he's... <laughs> the Palladium was like a rock and roll club. And we did used to work there at the Palladium. But there was another spot Palladium's that... in Worcester? Yes, it okay. is. Wow. Bogus. It's like a little... Uh, yeah, bogus. Go ahead. No, we'll What's find out update? the name bogus. of it. Yes. How was, I hate update. when I'm in the middle of my story... And then you go. What to do you Bogus. mean the store? We're we're trying to uh, hourly think about arenas in Worcester, and throwing out places. I think I think we've I think we've milked it's the kind cow. of milked the cow a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's a little bit there, goes, right? Let's, you're like Bogus, help help us here. Help Bogus. us. Give us the parachute. Let's go. I will be your escape. Uh, you're right. You're uh, here's right. your report. Oh, serious. It is sponsored by the NFL, who invites fans to participate in Huddle for One Hundred. Fans are encouraged to volunteer by getting out, getting active, and improving their local environment. Visit NFL.com slash huddle for 100 to learn how you can get involved. It's almost like last weekend in college football didn't happen. The top seven teams in the college the football Arena? playoff rankings Fidelity unchanged. Bank, Worcester Ice Center, the uh, DCU Center. No, no, no. These are big buildings. We were in a small building. Mm. What was the one you said, Pete? The Worcester Centrum. I think that's all the same place. It's different names. I think you're right. Yeah, that these are the bigger buildings. We were in a small man. I should text Paul. I Hayman. mean, this is Worcester. Should I text Hayman at seven thirty a.m. Eastern? The Harrington Auditorium. No, mm. Paul probably didn't go to sleep yet. Worcester High text. School. No, it wasn't Worcester High School. No, dude, we were ECW. We didn't wrestle in high school. They went Laos in there. Um, Moose is on it. He'll find it. Worcester, yeah, Worcester Elementary. Saint <laughs> no. Thomas of the Holy Miracle. <laughs> No. 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 Go ahead. There's no place, by the way, named that. Uh, ahead, the top but that was seven. funny. That's yeah. a great name. That was awesome. Yeah, you had me. I believe. <laughs> the top in seven case teams. Someone's looking it up. Teams one through seven in the college football playoff rankings unchanged. So the list still begins with LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia. And Alabama is still fifth because the committee can't yet hold to his dislocated hip against them. From the NFL, Browns defensive end Miles Garrett has the appeal of his indefinite suspension heard today. The Patriots have activated left tackle Isaiah Wynn off injured reserve. 
He might take over that starting spot immediately, and Texans wide out Will Fuller, a game-time decision for tomorrow's visit from the Colts with a hamstring issue. The Lakers won again last night, 112-107 over the Thunder, and LeBron posted another triple-double, 25 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists. This one makes him the first player ever with a triple-double against every single team. I've had some great teammates and great you know, coaches put me in a position to be able to uh, facilitate and, and hopefully, you know, throughout all those triple-doubles, I, I hope I got a, a winning record in, in those games because that's what's most important. As for right now, the Lakers have won five in a row. Carmelo Anthony scored 10 points in 24 minutes in his first NBA game in a year. His Blazers, though, lost in New Orleans 115-104. Damian Lillard was out with back spasms. And the Warriors snapped their seven-game skid 114-95 in Memphis. A tiny bit of drama in college hoops last night. Fourth-ranked Kansas finally pulled away from East Tennessee State, 75-63. Number six, Maryland smacked Fairfield, 74-55. And number 25, Washington took care of Quick, Maine, 72-53. What are the fair, fair, Fairfield stag- ah, Forget it. Move on. What? Uh, what I, I was Fairfield gonna, I was, Stags? I was going to give a quiz. What was that mascot? And I gave it. Oh, the, the Stags. Stags. The that stags. was a mess up. Yeah. The, the Edmund, Fairfield Stags. Does anyone know what a stag is? It's a horse. A horse. No, it's a deer. Oh, okay. You're both wrong. Yeah, I love so how you, you both, should have asked the question both, anyway. You both act like you're right all the time. That's, reindeer? That's a, no, not a reindeer. Just a deer. Okay. Um, is it a male deer? This is a poster from uh, the ECW show, Moose. How do we make In Worcester? Yeah, Worcester. That's me right there. Um, October 15th, October 16th. What's the name of the building? I can't see it. Can you see? We'll come to you. Just give us your address. <laughs> we'll What's visit your house. No, How big's that. your lawn? Is that you? That's me. Yeah, I was a stud. Oh, you're seeing something? No, that's not me. That's Raven. He's got a lot more hair no, than me. No, the other guy. No, the other guy. I don't know who that other guy is. He's a slug. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't know. But I can't. You can't. It's uh, the uh... <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, this one's the, for the Palladium. That's not where we were. We, this that that's not where the uh, the problems happened. But anyway, so just forget that even happened. Take that as a Three. podcast, Mike. Right. Three, Hello. two, and one. Thanks, guys. The Edmonton Oilers a five-two win in <laughs> nice San <clean>. Jose. <laughs> good, good. Right, Mark nice. the count, tape. Count and then you just ruined it again. Perfect. Yes, that's Three, true. two, one. Thanks, guys. The perfect. Edmonton. Good morning, Moose. The Edmonton Oilers, a 5-2 win in San Jose. A goal and two assists for Connor McDavid. His third consecutive game with three or more points. And across the Atlantic, Tottenham Hotspur hiring Jose Mourinho as its new manager. Mauricio Pochettino was fired yesterday, as you guys are well aware of. Of course. Back to you. Yeah, well, I, heard, I actually heard all about that from my friend. All right. we have Soccer Sammy. Let's get to it. I think we have a social media update. Do we not? Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, uh, I, uh, yeah, I have to call for that. That uh, only works when I say it. I think we have oh, a social media update. Yes, thank you. That's how that works. That's my bit. All right. Uh, we had the tw- uh, uh, Twitter poll yesterday. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, MVP of the league. I'll handle this, Moose. Lamar we, uh, was dominating sh- early. I, I got this, Moose. Who, who should Russell be the Wilson NFL MVP? Oh, I guess you have it. <laughs> who should be the MVP? Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Final results are in, Moose. Okay, 65% hear. say Lamar Jackson. Mm. 35% say Russell Wilson. Just like the NFL weekly picks, Taz wins and beats Moose again. Well, that's, that's an it. opinion. Well, I was right. My I opinion was right. To a, so. I look forward to a award night. <laughs> I might not be here. I, um, I, look, forward to, I look forward <laughs> you know, to that night. Let you know. 
Uh, yeah, so anyway, right. Lamar, well, so the audience has spoken, Moose. So. It's 65-35. There you have it. Yeah, I, check, I thought it'd be closer than that. But, you know. Not after the way it started. It was 74, like 24, 76, true, 24 true, true, true. early. So I thought That's at true. that stage it was pretty much, I mean, the shoe and Lamar was going to win it. So there That's you have it. That's how those Twitter polls uh, work. Yes, too, the you. nation has spoken. Lamar Jackson, oh the MVP God. up until the speed. The nation has spoken. Yes, they have. Okay. What is going on with NFL kickers and the MLB commissioner, Rob Manfred, speaks. We'll get into all that. We'll do that next. It's Taz and the Moose with you on this Wednesday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. Mix a little baseball into the course of the conversation because obviously there's a huge storyline going down with surrounding the Houston Astros as John Boy on Twitter continues to have one video after another highlighting their cheating ways in 2017, whether it be banging on the garbage can, showing the where the camera placement was, where the television was just outside the Astros dugout down in Houston during 81 home games in the postseason and the like. Uh, here's the MLB commissioner, Rob Manfred, yesterday on the Astros sign stealing. Take a listen. Any um, allegation that relates to um, a rule violation that could affect the outcome of a game or games is the most serious matter. Um, it relates to the integrity of the sport. Um, in terms of where we are, um, we have a very active um, what is going to be a really, really thorough investigation um, ongoing. But um, beyond that, I can't tell you how close we are to Doug. We are focused on the information that we have with respect to the Astros. I'm not going to speculate on whether other people are going to be involved. We'll deal with that if it happens. But um, I'm, I'm not going to speculate about that. I have no reason to believe that it ex- expand, extends beyond the Astros at this point in time. Now, here's here's what I would say. Um, what what strikes me funny is this, uh, Taz, is you know we talk about advanced scouting in Major League Baseball all the time, right? right about right. pitching, uh, tipping pitches when you look at Major League Baseball, uh, the way that games are analyzed now, uh, analytically with stats and and specifically looking for kind of uh, you know where uh, you know say for argument's sake. You know how a, how a pitcher is standing on the mound when he's about to throw a fastball as compared to a curveball. How he holds his glove when it compares to a fastball to an off-speed pitch. Everything and the like. So, you know, baseball is analyzed more now than it was twenty or thirty years ago, uh, and it's getting more and more advanced uh, and, and the like. Now, here's the issue I have: is that for Major League Baseball, for this to all come out with the Athletic and the Mike Fires, the former Stroh's pitcher that comes out and rats out his former team. Um, and then everything that's been broken down from that 17th season is with every way that baseball is analyzed now, you mean to tell me that there were not organizations or it was not well known that major league around major league baseball, that the Astros were doing this, that, that you mean to tell me that, you know, that the commissioner's office is caught flat footed with this, that they had no, none of this was going on. When when the the first video that John Boy puts out, when we went through at the time, 
was from a regular season game between the Strohs and the White Sox. Remember banging on the garbage can? Yeah. And you can hear it faintly uh, over the television set. Uh, We kind of mimicked it here in studio. You mean to tell me after that, when the pitcher on the mound basically says they're stealing our signs and calls the catcher out to the mound, you mean to tell me after that, Nobody raised an eyebrow around Major League Baseball the last couple point. of years. That's a really, really strong point by you, and I mean, you're not you wrong. Got, I mean, you uh, got to yeah. be kidding me, Taz. I mean, everything's analyzed now. We How many times we talk about it? Uh, you, you know, with the way that a guy stands on the mound, how he's holding his glove, how where his feet positioning are, uh, what a batter is going to do, what his tendencies are. You know, every everything's analyzed. You mean to tell me? That there were scouts in attendance watching these games take place and watching it on TV and whatever, and nobody picked up on this until Mike Fires came out with the athletic. See, I think that's completely and utterly nonsense. Yeah, yeah. I think it had to have been known. Yeah, yeah. I don't think baseball um, wanted this to come out, but I think it had to have been known. It I think had there to be people known. in baseball that knew about this. And the re- and to your point, and it just to further speculation and more conspiracy theories, just for the hell of it. I mean, we're in this deep with this thing. What everybody talking about? What's going on? And. Uh, with the Astros and and the, 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 the and and the cheating and everything, so to your point, I mean, if these other teams are not weren't saying nothing all year or when, whatever or the past couple of years, then who else is doing this kind of stuff? You saw the buzzer stuff, the electric buzzer stuff. Yeah, dude, that's like, what the hell is that? Well, I I agree. Well, that and that and that's the, the Taz. You lead me into the next point I wanted to bring up to you is this: is that why? How come aside from Mike Fires? How come there's nobody else that's willing to put their name? Everything right. else is anonymous sources. Right, right, right. This guy, one MLB executive anonymously said, right? Why wouldn't you put your name to it? This is the sport you love, right? Yeah. So this is a wide-ranging cheating scandal by the Houston Astros in 2017 and maybe beyond. You know, it goes up the, you know, from, you know, Carlos Beltran to Cora to Hinch to the general manager to anybody and their mother. And, and they all knew. So... But here's the other thing. Why won't why won't anybody in Major League Baseball, aside from the commissioner, put their name to it? I mean, I even heard the Mets general manager, Brody Van Wagenen, at the GM meeting say he never read the story. Couldn't really talk oh, about it. God. <laughs> How are you the general manager of a team in Major League Baseball and you did not read that story? I'm not just poking fun at him. But the point is, is that that's your sport. Mm. That is your sport. I mean, it's a black eye for the sport of business. Major League Baseball. It's your, it's your yeah. And here's, here's what I would say is... I don't think the Astros were – I'm just speculating here, right? But yeah. you know, if we're going to go this deep, you know why I don't think anybody wants to put their name to it? Because just in case their team was doing it. That's my point. Right. That's what I'm saying off right. your point. Yeah, yeah, just exactly. Because if, and if, uh, if all of a sudden you come on record and you're, say, unnamed general manager from the San Diego Padres and you say, how dare the Houston Astros yeah. do this? And then, and then people start analyzing your game film right. and realize well, that you're doing a similar thing, maybe not as in-depth as the Astros were doing it, but you were stealing signs and maybe using modern technology, or somebody comes out and says, well, how does he say that? We were doing the same thing two years ago. Like they don't want to expose what they're doing. It's Correct. like people throw stones and glass houses, that whole cliche. Right. You saw the Astros. Did you see the, the setup? It was like Best Buy. The yeah, TV, this thing here. You see this? But then I'm looking. The, the, you saw this, right? This yes, photo? Yes, I did see, yeah. Yeah, and the dugout area, they have the, the big TV. But then, like, the, I'm a little confused with the other, like, this big red circle. Did they move it? They used to be on that table, it looks like. And did they move it back? Maybe over they here? I don't know it. what that red thing is. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they this, moved this it. This guy, Jamboy, John Boy's um, from his uh, Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like they had a whole TV set up. Like they had a, 
an IT guy or somebody set this thing up. Like this was not like one of the players doing it, you know. Well, that's where I, that's where I look at it. I call BS on the MLB commissioner Rob Manfred. I mean, this is a problem. But I mean, if you think the Houston Astros are the only team that are looking to try and gain an advantage and doing it better than anybody else, then then I, you know I think that's completely and utterly nonsense. I just don't think that this was something that they wanted to get out. Obviously, and now they've got a complete utter mess on their hands. And what are they going to do? Well. You know, we've heard, well, the, the ramifications are going to be harsh. Well, what are those ramifications going to be? Is A.J. Hinch going to get fired? Right, you know, right. is, are, are guys going to lose jobs? Are we talking about the fact because there's no way that's happening, Taz, without the manager knowing about it. Right. Nobody's in there no. banging on a garbage can watching a video, and A.J. Hinch could say, I had no idea this was going on. You can't be saying that. Right. That can't no, be no, transpiring. No, 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 I mean, the manager is complete. That, that's his domain. It's the clubhouse. Right, He's right. leading that clubhouse. So that's got to be going down. What are you going to take draft picks away from him? International signing bonus? You're going to find him? I mean, what the hell are you going to do in the Houston do? Astros right, now? Right, right. No, You're not I know, taking away no. the championship. No, no, I know. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bad deal. It's a bad look, and it just keeps evolving. But I... Man, I'll tell you what, I, I think both of us were saying that, that, that there's got, these other teams got to be involved in some way, shape, or form doing similar type stuff. Has to be. By the way, those towels, Moose, what that was that we were just talking about in the Astros uh, dugout area, I mean, uh, on, um, in the club, going to the clubhouse, they were blocking monitors. They they hung those towels up there. The block monitors. They had the monitor back there. They were blocking. That's what they did. Uh, and this was exposed on a World Series documentary. And you can see the cable, the chair, the laptop, the trash can. You can see the towel blocking the the, the, the TV. Right. So yeah, it's it's pretty much right there. I mean, well, it's, it's it's all there. And you give a guy like John Boy on Twitter credit, and he is you know he's picking up followers left and right and gaining in popularity for analyzing all of this. But a guy basically sitting at his home. Where does he live? I mean, he lives in the tri-state area. Yeah, he I was just on with Boomer he was Geo. Just on with Boomer yeah. and Geo yeah. on WFAN in New York. Um, you know, so he lives in the tri-state area where we broadcast from here on a day-in, day-out basis, Taz. That guy's sitting in, and I saw someone take a picture of where his workspace is, basically in his apartment. So he's doing this from his apartment, and you have guys that, you have teams spending millions upon millions of dollars on advanced analytics and video work. Nobody has figured it out. It takes John Boy, basically, to be a guy that's ahead of the curve. And figuring stuff that's going out on in Major League Baseball. Think about how embarrassing yeah. that is. Don't be surprised if John Boy ends up disappearing because he gets a job with somebody and he, just, he, he gets he, he gets quiet. Well, I, uh, I agree with you. No, but, I'm somebody but, in baseball, I'm saying. No you know? doubt about it. But think about that. You're, you're right, Dad, even to more of the speculation. But he's kind of leading this story now, right? Yeah. I mean, the Athletics started it. And John Boy, basically, every other day or every day, there's a new video that comes out that exposes even more and more cheating by the Houston Astros. But That's I, what it feels like. Correct. You're right. And I do think this John Boy gentleman has somebody that's, you know, that, that's stooging stuff off to him. He's, he's got somebody right about that. within the one. I don't know. He's also delving in deep. He's diving in deep on the stuff. Well, I mean, when you're deep. watching Astros White Sox regular season games and pick her, <laughs> picking up on the garbage, I mean, that's, that's del- you're watching. Yeah. And to hear as faint as it is. In terms of as faint as it is, the the knocks on the garbage can because it's not it's not overly obvious. We have construction going on upstairs, and the you know we're on the tenth floor, eleventh floor. There's construction. Every time we go to break, there's massive drilling, right? That you can basically <laughs> sometimes we feel like it's going over the airwaves here, right? It is not as obvious as that. I mean, the sound is is just obscene that's going on in this studio right now. It's not as bad as that, right. but if you pay attention to it, Taz, you can hear it. And and you can listen to right, it. And right. clearly, let me ask you this. 
How does that guy step on? How does that pitcher for the Chicago White Sox, who basically says they're picking up our, they're 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 stealing our signs? How does that they not go the White Sox or somebody in Major League Baseball then not analyze the video that very night and figure out exactly what the Astros are doing? Or they figured out what the Astros were doing, but they didn't want to say it because they didn't want to rat out the Houston Astros. Right. Yeah. I, it, no, I, it, the thing is, you know what, Moose? I don't think this is done, dude. I think oh, this no. is just going to go deep. You agree? I agree with you. Yeah, there's going to be, yes. All I, the teams, you think? Um, It's going to happen, dude. I think it will be another team if someone uh, pulls a Mike Blows Fires and rats in a, out on another team. And that's and like we pointed out, and I don't think another player will do that. I look, think Mike, Mike Fires is going to be blackballed. In well, he will be. And like we pointed out, and you pointed out before me when we were, we were covering this, they whatever it was last week. Fires just like it's so bad that he did this, uh, not just because he ratted, but if it was if he was so appalled. Yeah. Why did he do it when when he was there? Or leave the team? Or leave the team when you wanted did, that did World he Series the ring? ring? Like, yeah, he took the ring, right? Yeah. Time right now to ask the pros. Were you the listener? Get to ask us a question. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Submit your question. Be listening later on the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices. Excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts. Better prices every day. Straight ahead, Taz and myself will be joined by Aaron Murray. We'll talk a little college football with the former Georgia star quarterback. We will do that next. It's Taz and Moose on a Wednesday morning. Good hump day, one and all. CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 